Hi, this is Sheikah. Hi, this is Emily. And this is the Sheikah and Emily show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get down to business uh, to defeat the Hans. Um, <laughs> ba -ba. Is your microphone on? It is on. Cool. So Emily asked that because the very first episode that we made and I don't think anyone's ever heard it nope. because I forgot to turn my microphone on. And we talked for almost two hours. Some very good content that no one gets to hear because <laughs> I did not double check my microphone. So now we triple check. <laughs> I had a funny thought that whenever we get like, I don't know, a hundred subscribers that I'll release the one-sided conversation <laughs> that I had. <laughs> no oh promises. No promises. So this is a total side note. There is this podcast that I like listen to like one time and I subscribe to their emails and I, it's like a financial podcast mm -hmm. and now they're like having like drama where they like have Ooh. split and they no longer do the podcast together and they're going through all this drama, but they're like sending like their side through like YouTube videos and podcasts and like newsletters. Weird. And I just happened to read one of the newsletters because it's not really something I keep up with. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, the drama. What have I missed? So I had to like go back to my deleted files and my emails to like see it. So hopefully that doesn't happen to us. But that would be it was sad. Some very, it would be sad because our friendship is super awesome. But I, and I doubt it would happen. But yeah okay if it okay man what a bummer i don't want that to happen to us do we need to sign like a contract or something how do we make sure that this doesn't happen to us that we yeah let's let's get a contract i know okay. some lawyers I, I know some notaries we could just have it notarized <laughs> sure. we don't need to bring the attorneys into it if the uh, if the podcast just ends suddenly, it's because Sheikah and I got into a fight and we decided that it wasn't worth it. And so we gave up the podcast for the sake of our friendship. Dun, dun, dun. I feel like we should at least make an episode that says that. Uh, like make, a, make our contract in an episode? <laughs> I mean, we could, but I'm saying like our farewell, if that ever happened, we would have to like address oh, it. Okay, okay, okay. And then we'll have like someone else will release it for us because we'll both be too emotional to do it ourselves yes i see well we do have hopes to have a, a lake house retreat together so i'm not allowing this podcast to get in the way of that no lake house forever over and everything i also <laughs> live um closer to the ocean now so we could have oceanfront property if we like really set our sights high that's true, but I feel like we would need to, like, have something, like, in the middle, right? Yeah, true. Okay, so we'll have our lake house. That's going to be, like, our first vacation house. And so I just learned this thing about, like, house tears from you, Sheikah. I didn't okay. know this was a thing. <laughs> um, that, like, you know, you have your starter home, oh, and then you yeah. have your medium home, and then you have, like, the home that you retire in. So the lake house can be like our starter vacation home <laughs> and then the oceanfront home can be our like retirement vacation home. 
Yeah. Oh, we need something in the middle. Maybe we'll do like international, like oh. like house hunters, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll come back. We want to live <laughs> on a mini golf course. I I I love the like OG house hunter shows, but sometimes you just want to go away and see those international ones. I'm also like, how how do you guys get this many? Like, what do you do? Like, give me all the details. I need like a business plan from you. Like, how do so they? Can, how do they uh, like afford the house, or how do they find the house? What are you asking? Oh, I mean, they have realtors and stuff to find the homes. Yeah. but I'm saying like. How do they get the money for it? Like, what do they do? Like, they I want that kind of money. Don't. It's it's all. I think it's all a ruse. No, it is. No, I, I spend <laughs> way too much of my life watching HGTV for it to be a ruse. I'm sure when I die and I go to heaven and God like replays my life because that's what I assume He has time to do. Mm-hmm. Um, He'll be like. Rishika, you spend way too much time watching HGTV and House Hunters. But he loves you, and he made you <laughs> in his image. So then, therefore, like he made you to be a human being that really enjoyed watching House Hunters, right? Because he really enjoys watching right. House Hunters. He needs to get his kick somewhere. <laughs> and the Real Housewives, you know. <laughs> Okay, I've been I've been thinking about the Real Housewives. Wait, hold on. No, I wasn't. What's the other one where it wasn't it wasn't reality? It was Desperate Housewives. There we oh, go. Oh yes, they're rebooting rebooting that. Did you know that? I did not, but I did hear with about the original Sex cast. City. With the original cast, yes. Aren't they? Mm, oh no, it's narrated by a dead person. Is this true? Yes, like she. I I only saw like the first season, but yes, she was dead at the very okay. beginning of the show. Yes. Wow. Um, I never really watched that. I think I watched a few episodes whenever we were roommates that I watched with you, but I've never really seen like real any of the Real Housewives stuff, and I feel out of the loop. But I'm grateful to not be in it. So I don't keep up with it, but there'll be times where and, and now that I don't have cable, but um they'll be like an episode and then two episodes and you kind of just like end up getting sucked into it and then mm-hmm. you want to watch the reunion because the reunions were all mm-hmm. the they rehash everything from mm-hmm. their season and then there's always some drama mm-hmm. but there's lots of different types of housewives so i'm not really like a new york housewife girl like i don't mind watching a couple of those but like that's not really my thing i like beverly hills i love atlanta and those are the two ones that I would, I'd want to watch out of all of them. Because there's a lot of different ones. Um, what was the original one? The original one was The Real Housewives of, I think, Orange County. Oh. It was, like, in Cal- somewhere in California. Um, it was the first. And that was, like, a long time ago. Do you remember? There was a show on MTV. And I think it was called something like 8th and Orange. Does that ring a bell? Mm, not to me. Something, something. That might not be its exact name, but it's something similar to that. It's a number and a name. Um, I only thought about it because I was at a pawn shop today and there was a s- season one DVD set there for sale. Mm. And it sounded familiar, but I couldn't place it. But it was also behind glass, so I couldn't 
read about it. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Oh, the the OG reality show for me. I mean, besides the real world, that's mm, where I like mm-hmm. I first started into the little reality TV shows. Um, I watched like a season of like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, mm. but then Laguna Beach and The Hills. That's yeah, mm, good stuff. Very I could classic. still go back and like rewatch that stuff. I don't think I could watch Laguna Beach, but I could watch The Hills again. Oh, see, I, I've I've seen episodes of Laguna Beach since it's been originally uh, broadcasted, and I could watch it. Stephen, <laughs> Stephen, um, I saw Kristen's recipe book, her cookbook. Oh, she at, has a cookbook at Target. Um, recently, yeah, I forget what it's called, but um, she's on the cover and she's holding a plate of food. Oh, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Did you see um, last in two twenty? I almost said last year, but that's not last year. Twenty nineteen, <laughs> they rebooted the hills, the hills beginning mm. or something like that. So it had uh, Spencer and Heidi, Audrina and Justin Bobby, and uh, Whitney was like kind of in it, mm. but not really. Lauren. Um, Elsie was not in the show and then they brought in like Pamela Anderson's son why because he was friends with uh Brody and Brody was in the show okay as well okay and and because they needed new cast members yeah um Justin do you remember no I said Justin and Bobby there was this guy that Elsie dated it Jason Jason. Uh, so Jason yeah. was a cast member and his wife. Because Justin yeah. Bobby, that was Audrina's boyfriend. Audrina's right? boyfriend. Yes, but he okay. was he became a cast member on right. this show because okay. he was so involved with it um in the original series. Mm. And Kristen wasn't in it either. But oh and um Stephanie. Stephanie uh Spencer's sister mm-hmm. was in the show. So a lot of the same cast members, except for like the big, big names. But I watched like two or three episodes and then I kind of got this interested in it. It, the, um, you know how they like had like breaks in the show to like, like, oh, they're going to this new place. And it kind of was like an intro, like, oh, they're walking in. Yeah. It was, like, really, like, played up, and I didn't like it. And that just, like, threw it threw me off. Mm. And it was, I don't know. I'm like, you people are, like, 40 now. Like, yeah. Well, which is the same as the Real Housewives. Like, they're, like, way older than 40, but it's just different. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see what you mean, because at the time that The Hills originally aired, it was so exciting to see, like, they're going to a club and to, like, see that scene get hyped up, and then you're inside the club and, like, people are drinking and, like, starting drama and gossip with each other. Um, But since I've watched it, I've been to a club, and I don't (laughs) like them, and they're not as mystical and... um, I don't know, special anymore. So, like, the suspense of watching it on TV seems really boring to me now. Also, can you imagine, like, since we have both been in clubs since the airing of the show, because I agree, like, we were, like, 
18, 19, like hadn't been into a club. And so mm-hmm. I cannot imagine like sitting in a club, super loud music, like in a booth, drinking and just like yelling. And like, yes, you have to like really yell and like try to listen to the person yelling at you. And I, I just yes. can't imagine like doing all of that. That just seems like so much. Like I bet their voices hurt the next day. Okay. So that makes me think about how I have hearing loss. And the like the type of hearing loss I have is a word that I can't pronounce, so I'm not even gonna try. Um, but recently I've I'm realizing that if I'm watching TV while eating a bag of chips, <laughs> I can't hear the TV over <laughs> the chips in my mouth. And so the TV has to get louder and louder. Why don't you just put on the captions? Because I <laughs> don't want to do that always. I I like I value captions for what they are. They're a wonderful aid and resource. Um, but I think I don't really use them often because of how like different platforms you turn them on in different ways and Mm -hmm. that can get really obnoxious to me and sometimes I just want to sit down and watch King of the Hill and eat chips and I don't want (laughs) to fiddle with the captions also another reason is because I share a lot of my media subscriptions with a lot of other people and so like if I turn on the captions for one person it turns them on for them maybe and it's just like this whole ordeal that's funny that you think that because I also share my resources with others and I have my captions on everything. I don't have a hearing loss, but um, sometimes I miss jokes and I just want to know what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't like and I don't like having the volume up really loud. It bothers me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I'll have the captions on if it's like low and I can't hear it, everything they're saying. So that's really funny. Yes. That yeah, I think that way. I would I would prefer to have like I don't love the volume up super high. Um uh, because I'm not eating chips the whole time. <laughs> like it's just like the first couple minutes and so then I Maybe can you should switch to like applesauce or something. Applesauce is really good and I'm glad you brought it up because I've been kind of hurting for some snacks because I'm kind of in a s I'm in a snack rut where I've been eating, like, the same types of stuff, but I'm, like, not interested in finding new things, even though I also want new things, and applesauce is, sounds delicious. Ella needs some applesauce. Or you do, like, pita bread and hummus or something. Mm, I don't want that. Okay. Well, then go back to applesauce. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. I'm trying to think of... Food they serve at movie theaters, but like popcorn's crunchy. Yeah, they but movie theaters po- are loud. That's true. They have soft pretzels, but that's not something you can like buy from the grocery store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but also, like, I'm not, I'm not a fan of a soft pretzel. Me either. So they gross. are not good. And if anyone tries to convince me otherwise, they are wrong. And then they also like give you that nasty fake cheese that to like cheese. dip it in. Ugh. I'm like, don't no. even get me started on that cheese. 
I did have because I have a friend who like likes them whenever you know going to the mall and shopping was a thing, mm-hmm. and she would get like the the bites of the pretzels with like cinnamon sugar, and sure. those made it like tolerable. But I agree, nah, hard pass. I like I like my dough, like my bready treats to be crunchier than that. Not like crunchy, crunchy. I don't know. Just like a soft pretzel is just like one of the most underwhelming snacks I can think of. Yeah. It's like, I don't like why even eat those calories? Yeah. (laughs) Like waste, waste your calories on that. Waste your money. Waste your time. Mm hmm. Your happiness. (laughs) Not worth it. Not worth it. That's one thing I hope doesn't come back after the pandemic. Soft, Soft pretzels. pretzels. I don't know if they ever like went away. Because they didn't. You can the buy them pandemic. at the grocery store. <laughs> okay, but then also like if I think soft pretzels are terrible and shouldn't exist. There is someone out there that finds so much joy in soft pretzels that they buy them at the grocery store and they make them at home, and that is just. I I can't even. I can't even begin to imagine liking them enough to want to do that. No. Sorry to all the people who are soft pretzel fans. A lot of things I'm willing to make at home. I mean, I like make things, but I don't want to make random snacks. I want to just buy them. Mm -hmm. Um, This reminded me of the thing that I really want to talk about. I want to, I need to note this down into the history books. Um, Wednesday, uh, this past Wednesday, the, what was that? The 20, the 20th, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was the inauguration of the new president of the United States, but that's not what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is that we got countertops installed on Wednesday. Oh, good for you. And I, I don't know, like it was amazing. And um, I've never been happier to like put a bowl on the countertop than I have the past like two days. If you've ever lived in a home with a kitchen without a countertop, it's really sad, but it gets better. There's a new dawn, a new day. That's all Once I want to say. Once you get those countertops. Once you well, get those I'm countertops. Happy for yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. Me too. So with coming with countertops and using a kitchen and living in a house comes some cleaning. We talk about cleaning a lot, and which mm-hmm. is funny. But um, I want to discuss how often we do different tasks. Mm. And so I have a whole list of different things we're going to talk about eventually. But I have two main topics because it pops into my head all the time. Um, Bring it. How often? Do you wash your sheets? And how often do you wash your towels? So I'm going to start with the towels first. Um, I usually, like, I will use a towel for about a week. And then I'll change it out for a new one. And then as far as, like, washing the towels themselves, um, that happens every maybe, like, two weeks or so like once there's enough of a load of towels to just like do one big load because I I'm a I do my laundry a little weird I think just like more different than like the general population might do their laundry possibly um 
I I sort it very specifically. Um, so I don't I don't like washing just like a few towels with other things. I'd prefer to just do like one towel load. So I need enough towels to do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so that mm-hmm. happens every two, maybe every three weeks if I'm being lazy. And now with the sheets, in a in an ideal scenario, I change the sheets on the bed like once a week. Um, but that honestly doesn't happen. I as need much realistic. <laughs> I know, I know you do, and I'm really thinking about it. And I'm as I'm thinking about it, I'm just like, wow, this is we're going Gross. public here. <laughs> um. I mean, it's an average because like it does fluctuate for me. It's not always it's not always the same time every time. Okay, so on average, on average, I would say two weeks. We'll say two and a half weeks. Okay, okay. So for me, I will wash towels every week I always wash it every week and um I think I used to be more like you where I would sort I used to sort everything by colors like darks uh like lighter clothes whites and towels Mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten a little bit more lazy. I still, I still have to wash all my towels together. It like bothers me if I wash a towel mm-hmm. with like mm-hmm. other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've just kind of been like, all the other clothes is just like an whatever can fit in the laundry. Um, my husband, he does like pants. He does like a pants load, Ooh, yeah. and then he will. The rest of how he sorts the clothes, I don't really get. But he also will do a towel load, and he'll do, like, whites. We like don't how- have that many whites, so those loads are small. Because, like, I don't wear, like, just white socks and stuff. But he has, like, white undershirts and things like that. But um, What other ways does he sort his laundry? Honestly, I, besides, I know f- for a fact that he washes pants together. Okay. And then I think after that, he just kind of what he wants to be washed because he has clothes everywhere and then he like picks (laughs) and I don't really understand like the rhyme or reason on that Mm -hmm. but I do know that he will do a pants look which I don't necessarily um have to do just pants and I'm sure um once Logan Logan's laundry I do all by himself mm-hmm. um I haven't mixed it in with ours because his clothes are just so itty bitty so little and and it would just get lost in ours yeah um and so but I do wash our towels once a week and I, and I have a separate towel for like my face and my body and like all that stuff and and depending on just like my mood and how gross I feel like I've been, mm-hmm. I'll change them out throughout the week. And then sometimes I, I've been getting more lazy with like my drying towel and not hanging it up properly. <gasps> so I've been having to get a new towel. So oh. I've been like tossing that one in. I had to buy a new basket for just the towels in the laundry room mm. because I didn't know what to do with the towels once I was like done with it. Mm-hmm. Besides just like putting them on the floor and I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. But my kitchen towels, I will rotate more often. 
And then I also have like Logan's kitchen towels. <laughs> okay. Do separate you, things. Do you wash your kitchen towels with your bath towels? And then where does Logan's kitchen towels, where do they fall in laundry? Like what do they get washed with? So I do, I wash all the towels together because I wash them on like hot water and I use like clear and like free dye soaps so um I don't mind washing like Logan's kitchen towels with the other towels now Logan's bath towels end up being in his laundry um because again like they're so small Mm -hmm. and it's just easy for us to toss them over there and I've thought about moving them over but he was using separate soap at Mm. first then the other soap and so that's why I just washed everything of his together um but the ones that I use for him specifically in the kitchen I will wash because they're just normal sized towels I will wash with my other towels but now um his dermatologist says that we can use the same soap so once Mm -hmm. I'm done with the draft um I might change things up a little bit but with my sheets so I am currently um pumping um breast milk from my body like a cow and um so i am an overproducer and i am always kind of leaking in some sort of capacity and so i also have stopped pumping in the middle of the night if i can get away with it so a lot of times i leak um, and so my sheets have been way more gross than they normally are. Mm. So, um, which I should wash them more than I am, but they get washed about once a week. Mm. Um, I didn't know that people washed their sheets as often as they did. I feel bad about that. Um, like some people wash them all the time. My grandma and washed her sheets every single day. Wow. Yeah, and, like, whenever I was a kid, I thought, like, wow, that's really cool. What a neat morning routine. It sounds like I'm being sarcastic, (laughs) but I was really serious. Like, I thought it was really cool. But then whenever it became my responsibility to, like, wash my sheets, I thought, like, no way am I going to take the sheets off and make the bed like that every single day. That's ridiculous. No, that's a lot of work. I, um... I want to get more extra sheets so I can just, but I don't have the closet space for them right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I hate waiting for the comforter because I typically have to dry it twice. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, but I wash my comforter every time I wash my sheets. But for a while, I would take baths um, before I went to bed. And so I thought that kind of like justified me not having to wash my sheets as often. Mm-hmm. Um, even though like you sweat and stuff at night, but you know, whatever. That's yeah. There. Um, but I switched Logan sheets out way more often than I switch my sheets. I think I switch Logan's sheets twice a week. But um, he also has like the tiniest little mattress. And it is very easy to switch out his sheets. Correct. But yes, and I've stopped putting a top sheet on my bed. Um, my Why? husband and I, we don't use it. We sleep on top of it, and we have a mattress pad, like a mattress cover, and we have, have like the fitted sheet, 
and it was just getting bunched up and it was just something else that I needed to wash and make up the bed because we make up the bed every day and I was like you know what we don't need this and so it's made my life a lot easier I am not on board with that like it's (laughs) your bed you can you know like you do it how you do it but like I hope that I never become the person that doesn't use a top sheet I I really like the top sheet and I would much prefer to wash the top sheet than to wash the comforter that's just me though yeah yeah but I still but I sit on top of my comforter like when I'm lounging in my room so Mm. I would still have to wash my comforter sure I'm not much of a room lounger oh I love my room and I love lounging in it I love lounging (laughs) I think right now, I mean, I'll get to the point where I lounge in my room more, but it's just like not, I, okay, I'm going to take back everything I just said about lounging in my room because <laughs> whenever I do, whenever I go to bed, like whenever I like am done with the day and I go to the bedroom and I'm like, I lay down in bed to like start to go to sleep. And I, like, read a book or play on my iPad or do a crossword puzzle. Um, I really, oftentimes I wish that I got to bed, like, an hour sooner than I had. So that way I had more time Mm. to sit there and hang out. Yes, yes. But I'm usually under the covers when I do that. Oh, being under the covers is the best, too. Mm -hmm. It's so good. I love it. Yes, I I think it's just because... um, Growing up, I just spent a lot of time in my room, like, playing and different things. Mm-hmm. And then um, my brother and I shared a room. So when I finally got my own room, I like, I was like, oh, yes, this is my sanctu- sanctuary. Mm. Like, let's hang out. And so I've, ever since then, I've just been like, this is my place to come and relax and be by myself. Even um, in my house, like, everywhere else is, like, Logan and Kelby and different things. Like, Kelby likes to hang out in the living room and play games and everything like that and so I come into the bedroom and I just kind of chill read a book watch tv do my nails like whatever I want to do and it's oh and so I we have like a futon in here for me to sit on and I just lounge in my bed yeah lounging in the bed so I need to wash those sheets (laughs) (laughs) so our next topic is over the trending show Bridger. Bridgerton. 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 So, you got it. If, y- if you have not watched Bridgerton and you're going to and you don't want any spoilers, I bid you good day. Good day, sir. <laughs> good day, sir. Um, thank you for listening and we will see you next week, hopefully. Boop, boop. Okay. So, Emily, I finished it in like a day. I mm. had um, a day off, and so I binged it. Emily's only seeing the first half of Correct. the show. There is Correct. it's on Netflix. For those of you who don't know, mm-hmm. um, it is eight seasons. There are about forty five minutes per not eight seasons, eight episodes in one season, and mm-hmm. there are about forty five minutes per episode, give or take. And um, it's. It's great. It's great stuff. It is so good. I was reading something that said it was a mix of like Gossip Girl and um, 
Jane Austen, like a mix kind of like that yeah. is how they like described it before I watched it. And I was like, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So, so I started much like, um, you Sheikah last week, how like you didn't read about Kajillionaire before you watched it. I didn't read anything or know really anything at all about the show before I started watching it other than like hearing people talk about it but even whenever people were talking about it they were just like oh my gosh Bridgerton (laughs) and like that's all they said and I'm like Mm -hmm. okay um so I even though I've only watched the first half of the season the first four episodes like it's still really really good um it's just like something that I've kind of gotten out of, like, the binging um, mode of consumption and because I get, I find myself getting bored and, like, not paying attention, but Mm. I know that I really enjoy it, so, like, I want to give it the attention, and so I have to, like, purposefully turn it off so that I can come back and watch another episode, like, the next day. Makes sense. Makes sense. I, um, with a small child, I feel like I need a get as much in as I can Mm -hmm. (laughs) or I won't come back to it and so um and if it's just like one or two seasons it's easy for me to do after that I kind of get kind of like you where I like lose attention and I need to take a break and come back but Mm -hmm. um man oh man I I heard about it but kind of the same thing like people are like oh have you watched Bridgerton oh and I just kind of heard like don't watch it with your kids like don't watch (laughs) it with your parents kind of a thing so I knew there was some sexual content going on um and man there there was it wasn't as much as I thought there was gonna be I mean it definitely like started out strong but then it kind of like died down a little bit and then it mm. kind of picks back up like it's not just like sex 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 yeah um which was what I thought because everyone's like oh um but that I think, I think on the last or the the episode that I watched most recently, the one that I've ended on, not ended on the one that I'm like, what am I trying to say? The last episode that I've watched of it, um, was it was kind of the first like sexually explicit episode, mm-hmm. and it's with um, what is her name, Daphne just by herself and. Honestly, it surprised me how, I can't think of the word, it surprised me how explicit that it was. Like, it was still subtle, but I I guess I was surprised that it wasn't more subtle. Mm, Yeah. But then I haven't seen, like, a full-on sex scene yet, so I I don't know what I'm in for. Gotcha. Um, I mean, it's it's nothing, like, too bad, but yeah. You know what's going on. Yeah. You mm-hmm. see you see some body parts. But mm. um man, the Duke. The Duke is, is hot. Like pretty so much all hot. of the guys are hot. Yes. Except for like Nigel. Nigel ew. He reminds me of that guy from Harry Potter. Yes, me too. Yeah. Ugh. And Whenever her first interaction, Daphne's first interaction with him, I was like, yuck. And I didn't think he was going to be, like, as big of a character as he was in the show. Uh-huh. And I was like, no. And then um, I don't want to give anything away because I can't remember, like, what. what oh, but I when? think you already um, have seen this episode. Where I've seen, like, he, he got punched in the face by Daphne. Yes. 
and then he like tried to pretend it didn't happen and then he got called out um and i think that's the last i've seen of him okay um but yeah i'm like ew like i can't believe like i would not want to have to marry you dude no and, and the fact that her brother was like yeah you're going to marry him i'm like okay that's what i want to talk me. about yes like no like like it comes mm-hmm. from like a decent feel. like he's like he's a good option then when he becomes like the only option which is yeah. his fault like okay that boy was tripping for real to yeah. think that like that was someone that his daughter not his daughter his sister needed to marry like gross so gross like i would so rather gross. be a spinster for the rest of my life than honestly to marry you. honestly so what do you think like the general appeal of bridgerton is for people who are like just really really invested in this show um i mean the storyline is really good um i think it's interesting because there's not a lot of shows like it you have like the romantic part of it for those people who love like a good like rom-com kind of thing um you have like the high society thing so by the end of it i was calling um my husband the duke and (laughs) i was the duchess and my lord for my baby and all these different things i was signing notes like the duke and the duchess uh, around the house and so like you gotta just get like or like just wrapped in this in the world and um you kind of want to know what happens with daphne and the duke and um mm-hmm. what's going on i thought it was interesting because i didn't know if the show was like Hamilton where there's like people of color in mm-hmm. the show but they rep like mm-hmm. you know that in that time it wasn't you know mm-hmm. a black president Washington um but I don't know if they've addressed it in the sh- episodes that you've seen yet but they they do address it um because the queen is black and mm-hmm. um have they addressed it uh, where you've so, seen it so so far it's um, kind of like subtle but so far was... the duke of hastings like i think he had the conversation with his aunt i forget her name um lady danbury lady danbury mm-hmm. he had a conversation with her that was like we um like we weren't accepted in society until the king married one of us and now he, he was talking about kind of like respecting the opportunity or maybe it was Mm -hmm. vice versa she was having that conversation with him either way that's i think that's the the only part that has addressed it so far from where i am and that's the that's the only part that they have okay um in the show but that like answered that question for me and i um because i was just like i don't know like if it's like if they're you know their character is just like they just had this person playing the character and it didn't really matter like their racial ethnicity and different things of that nature but yeah i was like oh because who is it a cool twist who is it that comes to live with the featheringtons what's her name miss thompson um marina marina and she's friends with penelope yeah okay so like whenever marina shows up 
there's just like, like some subtle conversations because like she wasn't what they were expecting but yeah. then no one is really open about it and it's all like these kind of like whispers about but then like, she also gets she also gets all the like a ton of callers too so right. like yeah but you know she's different you know she's pretty like all these different things like that too so mm-hmm. uh, but yeah i thought that was interesting i, I did appreciate all the different um ethnicities mm-hmm. and racial differences in the show um i thought that was cool but yeah i don't know this is a good storyline that grabs your attention because it's a um like a period piece it makes me really interested in the costumes i was gonna ask you about that (laughs) yeah i um like the storyline is great and it holds my attention but i think if like if the same structure of story were happening and it was set in a more modern time like even like the 1980s I wouldn't be as interested um because the just like the the dresses and even like the interiors of the ballrooms and stuff are that's what I really enjoy watching and seeing it come to life because I'm used to seeing just what's called fashion plates of um garments from the time and it's it's really cool to see like the movement of these pieces um so I've worked as like a theatrical costumer before um I'm a seamstress and like I make modern garments now so like sewing and fashion is basically what I do um I'm not like super invested in costuming anymore but I certainly still am it's still a hobby of mine and like it's an interest of mine um so I like looking at it and now not all of the costumes are like historically accurate in like the costuming communities there has been some conversations about that um however I really like the way they've blended like the historical aspects of the clothing with the more um modern day inspired touches so like the feathering tins especially the um the mom who's the mom's name of the feathering tins mrs featherington i don't remember okay well mrs featherington like especially like most of her clothing is like not historically accurate and um and even like some of what her daughters wear isn't exactly accurate but the thing about it is that whenever whenever shows or movies that are period pieces like this whenever they're like poorly done like the story just isn't a good story or like the acting is bad it makes the costuming like look worse if it's not truly historic Mm -hmm. and so because like I feel like the casting is exceptional even um even Nigel like being super weird and gross seems perfect for his character um so like the fact that all of those other things are on point it it gives the costuming like an opportunity to take chances and to show different and more modern things so that's what i think about them cool i think that so i don't know how many sex scenes you've seen but it's like i know that they 
there's a lot of pieces in like work into getting into those dresses and mm. all those different pieces and different things like that. But on those sex scenes, it's like bam, and I'm like, did they wear underwear back then? Okay. Because like they just like strip, they're just like boom and like naked, and <laughs> that's um, just my thought on the costuming. <laughs> Well, so to answer that question, like, no, bifurcated underwear was not a thing in this time period. And by bifurcated, like, bifurcated means um, segmented. So, like, pants are bifurcated and a skirt is not. Uh, a pair okay. of shorts is bifurcated and a skirt is not. So, like, having, like, those two columns two tunnels what do you mm -hmm. call them yeah that like your those legs two pieces through. yeah yeah so bifurcated underwear was not a thing yet and so women just wore um what's called a chemise which is essentially like a long camisole and they wore that underneath um their stays which what we now often call a corset so they wore this long camisole and then they wore their corset and then kinda they like a might, slip, um, yeah, kind of like a slip, mm -hmm. and and because like the corset or the stays are very like intricate and they involve a lot of hand stitching because like all of this, all of these garments are hand sewn at this time. Like sewing machines were not a thing yet; they were like a very recent development, like soon after this time period. So all of this stuff is done by hand. Like the richest people have the most fabric and um, the fanciest fabrics. Like the richer you are, the more like trims and ribbons you can have on your clothing. Um, so the the slip is worn underneath the corset. So that way, like your the oils of your skin like aren't breaking down this mm. really structured, expensive garment and like yeah it's not that you could just like go without your corset because it was a very um like the silhouette of the time for women was very uh, like contained um like you didn't you don't you didn't just like go without your corset unless you were um like a worker or you were on like the lowest end of the social classes mm -hmm. so you have to take care of those things so to answer your question no they didn't have underwear so it does make it a lot easier for that to happen although like it isn't it takes some effort to get out of the stays the corset tree and sometimes they i mean like you said like they wore them with everything and there was times where like they'd had like a a gown like a nightgown or like a mm. like a hangout at home gown mm -hmm. um type yeah. thing okay <laughs> and so i would i don't know if they would be wearing their corset with it and so mm. like that was really easy and there's times where they just like hyped up the the skirt part yeah. and they just you know went to town um yeah. but i i definitely noticed with uh the duke he was just like boom and he was mm -hmm. just naked and i was just like okay cool. hot um one of my, so far, one of the scenes that made me laugh the most was, it's not about sex, but it's whenever Daphne and then her oldest brother, um, Anthony, um, they catch each other in the hallway, like, late at night, and they are, they decide to go to the kitchen and share a glass of milk, warm milk, oh, yeah. to help them sleep, and 
like in that transition of them going down to get the milk like even though I know that this is set you know in the past and they don't have like modern luxuries afforded to them I just like am I'm imagining like them microwaving milk but I know they're not going (laughs) to microwave it but I just think like oh yeah warming up milk is so easy you know like cool and then that then they're standing in front of the stove and they have no idea how to light it that made me laugh so much because (laughs) I just like I got almost so sucked into their universe that I forgot that their universe was what it was yeah it's also really funny like I wish I didn't know how to warm up milk. Right, right. <laughs> like I and wish then, like, that I had like someone that cooked and did all these things for me that I didn't yeah. know how to use the stove and the oven. Yeah, like being a debutante in in that time period, like you just sit around and like play piano and wait for someone to come hang out with you, and like your job is to just get dressed up and hang out. That's, I can't even. I can't even imagine that. Yeah. But then also, like, I, I, I feel bad because, like, on one part side, like, yeah, that's super awesome. And then they get married and they just, like, hang out at home. And then and they have servants that do a lot of stuff. And they just kind of tell the servants what to do. And then they pop out some kids. And then, you know, the servants could take care of the kids, too. So I'm like, oh, doesn't sound that bad. But then, like... You have this girl, and you don't really know how old she is, but Daphne, and she knows nothing about how mm-hmm. anything works in the world, you know? And yeah. so, um, and they're not even allowed to be in a room with the opposite sex without it damaging their reputation. They're becoming spinsters, and yeah. what if they kiss? Oh, my goodness. Like, mm-hmm. you know, or touch hands, you know? And so I'm like, wow, so many rules. And if you break the small little rule, you become a skank and no one wants to marry you. Yeah. And that's such a big deal. (laughs) Right. Like, and I would be a spinster if, if like, if those were our society's rules now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But then also, like, if you are not... Like, if you're not a debutante, if you are, like, a working-class individual, you're not subject to those same standards either. So, like, you have more you have more time to find someone to marry, but yet you also don't have the luxury of going to a ball every weekend and having a <laughs> dance card and rubbing elbows with princes and lords and dukes and such. That is true. I wonder what the working people's like days are like. They get any days off. What are their hours? <laughs> <laughs> their hours are like sun up to sundown. Probably. Mm. I and think the opera singer's gig was pretty decent, you know. She got to sleep in. I mean, she didn't get paid very well, and she was trying to find someone to take care of her. But yeah, she basically well, just like then, goes. Like, to she p- falls in love with a person that's like unattainable to her, and then there is this thing where she's like singing, and then she sees him at the party, and like she's working. <laughs> that's true, and she can't just hang out. 
Yeah, but I just meant like her her work schedule. Oh, sure, sure. Just like she can sleep in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she only works for like a short period of time. Like she doesn't have to mm-hmm. work all day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? I mean, she does kind of have to like whore herself out a little bit. But yeah. uh you know, you got to make that money somehow. What do you think your job would be if you lived in this era? If we're in, if I lived in like that Bridgerton society versus like if I actually lived in that time period in like real life, um, because I would just, I mean, I still would probably be a, like a servant slave. Well, let's, <laughs> like, let's put it in like the Bridgerton universe where you're not a slave. Um, I still feel like I'd probably be like a servant type. I don't. I'm not like, like that's a the, seamstress. That's the job you would choose? Not the job I would choose. I just think that's the most realistic. Oh. Of, like, where, like, society, like, ranking. Because I feel like you have to be, like, a pretty decent person to be let into one of the, like, debutante lore duke's households to, like, run it. Probably mm. be the person, like, running it. You'd like, be the household. Right, okay. Yeah, like, their right hand man woman gotcha gotcha because i'm not like i'm not a cook i'm not a I, it would be fun to like drive the horses the carriages i guess mm-hmm. but okay I, it seems like that's a man's job um i want to know who's the person who brings the letters to the house and then like who sets the letters out on like the fancy tray and then carries them around? Do I I'm curious about how that works. The mail? Yeah, the mail. Because like <laughs> we we see the mail get delivered to the Featherington's house and it's on this like it's on the silver tray and it's laid out and Penelope comes and she runs through it, but then like the servant who has the mail continues throughout the house delivering it. So, does the mail come and then the servant, like, lay it out on the tray? Yes. And then they go? I don't know. It just seems... (laughs) The front end of it just doesn't seem as luxurious for for it to end up on a silver tray being walked through the house. I mean, that person... I mean, the mail person is probably very prompt back then. And so they're probably like, okay, it's three o'clock. Gotta go greet the mail guy. Mm. And then, you know, he has his tray ready and places it on the tray. Sure. So I wonder if the I wonder if the mail guy with the tray, like, okay, the letter carrier arrives to the house. The mail guy brings his tray to the door. Does the mail guy just like hold his tray out and then the letter carrier just puts the letters on the tray? I feel like the the servant that does the mail in the household is the one who would lay it out. Okay. I feel like the 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 mail is probably like in a pa- like in a bundle. That's how mm. I imagine, like a little bundle, and yeah. they give him like the bundle, and he like undoes it, and okay, and then Penelope or whoever mm-hmm. skedaddles. Right. I'm trying to think of if I would want someone to like bring my mail to me like that, and I don't think I do. We also don't get that kind of mail, which is sad. Maybe your emails could be delivered to you on a yeah. 
yeah, I, like my emails will be delivered to me. I'll hire someone to print them off and to put them in envelopes and then walk, to, like find me in the house and present them to me. I don't like checking my emails, so I don't think I'm going to like that service. Uh, I check my emails all the time. I check my email all the time, but I do not delete my email all the time. So it's full of nonsense. Mm. Um, here's a... Qu- no, that's not a question. Hmm. I was going to ask, do you think they're smoking pot all the time in Bridgerton or is it sometimes tobacco? Like whenever um, Eloise is smoking on the swing... Is she smoking tobacco or is she smoking pot? Oh, I just assumed it was tobacco. Mm. Probably. But she's a lady and she shouldn't be doing that. Well, that's why she's hiding. Well, yeah, but I think that's the reason why she's hiding and, and it would be bad if she was caught. Mm. Not true. that it was pot. Yeah, that's true. I probably couldn't be a good lady. I, w- I wouldn't be a good lady, I'm sure. I think I'd be a decent lady, but I feel like I'd be more like Selena Thompson and question things. But that's me now. I am probably would be very uh, submissive if I lived in that time. Yeah. And also, like, they learn how to have this life, like, from the beginning. Like, they're reared to be ladies and, and such. That's true. Well, I like it. I'll keep watching it. Yes, we have more to discuss once you watch the second part. A lot of what's happening plot-wise can be avoided if people were just open and honest with each other. However, if that were to happen, there would not be a show. I think about that for every single thing that I watch. Mm. That is the main problem in every show, movie, yeah book Mm -hmm. it's communication i mean that's the same thing in real life too but i'm like if you would just say like talk to each other you wouldn't this could have been over yeah yeah well that's gonna be it for our show thanks for listening we'll see you next week